Uh, we have the wonderful privilege of hearing Minister Micah, our children's minister, come and bring the word tonight. So why don't you just welcome him in the name of the Lord tonight. Ooh, gifts. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, before I get started, I'd like to uh, first of all thank God, of course, uh, for giving me this opportunity, the privilege to uh, to serve in this great church, this great ministry. You guys are uh, really blessed to be part of this church. I'm not saying it just because I'm part of the staff, you know, <laughs> but I'm saying it because uh, God is moving in this church. Amen. So uh, I also want to thank Pastor Daniel, uh, although he's in Arkansas, and Pastor Karen. Thank you guys for giving, for allowing me the opportunity to speak. Uh, I need to encourage you guys. It's going to be great. I hope you guys are in. <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys have your seatbelts ready, to, fastened. Some of you guys are like, this is a children's minister. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's going to be fun, all right? Amen. So um, before we get started, I felt just an unction. Today, what I'm, uh, tonight, what I'm, what I'm talking about is uh, true sacrifice. But before I get into the word, I, I felt God really putting on my heart. Do we have anybody that's uh, serving the military or have family that serves in the military who has served the military? Can you please stand? Can you please stand? Come on, let's just honor them. Let's give them, let's give them a hand. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. While you guys are standing, I, I want to pray for you guys. Come on, let's stretch our hands out to them. Let's pray for them. Father, we just thank you, God, for these that have served and are, are serving our country to be free. Lord, we thank you so much for what you've done. Lord, we thank you for even watching over them, protecting them and, and their loved ones overseas. But I pray, Lord, that you would just, uh, even uh, those that are overseas now, that you would put a hedge of protection over them, God. We know that they're, they're serving and they're sacrificing their own bodies, their own, their own lives, so we could be free. We're already free, but th this country has is, is got so many things going on. But I thank you, God, for these people that are serving and going to serve and already have served. May you bless them. Bless their households. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Well, today, uh, tonight, is uh, I'm going to be in a passage in uh, Genesis 22. Uh, it's a passage of Isaac and I, uh, Abraham and Isaac. So if you guys can turn there. Genesis chapter 22. Quick, quick. Take your time. But hurry up. All righty. Genesis chapter 22. I don't plan on keeping you guys here that that long. Happy Father's Day, by the way, to all you fathers. Amen. You guys are blessed and highly flavored. I mean favored. Amen. Genesis chapter 22. Here we go. Come on, let's stand in honor of the word. If you guys can stand, please, let's stand. Amen. Let's go ahead and read it. Chapter 1. We're going to go from chapter 1 through chapter 14. It says, sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham. Here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I will tell you about. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and saddled his donkey. He took uh, with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he, when he had cut enough wood... Uh, for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God has to had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servant, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship, and then we will come back to you. Abraham took, a, took the wood 
Uh, sorry. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offerings and placed it on his son, Isaac. And he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father. Yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and wood are here, Isaac said. But where is the lamb for the burnt offerings? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offerings, my son. And the two of them went on together. Verse 9. When they reached the place God had told them about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hands and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Chapter 13. Abraham looked up, and there in the thicket, come on, he saw a ram caught by its horn. He went over and took the ram, he went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. Verse 14, his, uh, so Abraham called that place the, the Lord will provide. And this place, it is said, on the mountain of the, uh, it is on the, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. Come on, let's pray. Father, we just thank you, God, for this great word, the word that's a lamp upon our feet and a light upon our path. God, we ask you, Lord, as, uh, as, uh, as you've given me this, this message to share with these people, I pray, God, that you would just, just speak through me, God. Have your way. Have your will, God. Lord, every ear be open, every heart be open to receive what you have to say. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, before we go ahead and move on, I have a basket. It's not just an ordinary basket. I'm just joking. It's an ordinary basket. It's a little weaving basket. And in it, I have uh, some things. How many of you guys want to see what's in it? Okay. All right, here we go. I need some help, though. I'm going to go ahead and let's see. I'm only going to have, because I, I have you guys. I want you guys to give it up for these guys, Avion and Charles. They helped me a lot in the kids' ministry. So come on. I need you guys to help. Go ahead and take one of the, take something in there. One, one thing. Take one thing. And don't, don't show it to everybody. Try to, try to hide it. Try to hide it. Shoking. Just grab one. All right, all right. Here you go. Just hide it. That's, well, there's only two things. <laughs> All right. So, just hold on to that. I'll ask you guys to come up. See, these guys are going to be silly now, like they always are. All right. So, the first thing I wanted to talk to you guys is the test. Come on, say everybody say the test. The test. All right. God tested Abraham. That's what it says right there in verse 1. It says, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham. Can, everybody, can you guys do that? Go, Abraham. Oh, come on, be louder than that, as, loud, as low as you can. Here we go, and go. Hey, there we go. So you guys can be kind of, yeah. And, of course, Abraham says, here I am. He replied, here I am. Then it says, then God said. Now, I wanted to just kind of real quickly say, now, how many of you guys would think, what if Abraham would have been, you know, Abraham. Yeah, what's up, God? Oh, hold on, hold on. One second. Just one second, I'm, I'm busy talking to my son, Isaac, you know, the one I love, the one I just care for. Just hold on, all right? Just one second. And he's talking to his son. What if you were to do that? 
Just think about it. If you were to do that, you think God would have been like, hello, Abraham. He probably would have been, hello, Abraham, Abraham, you're there. Just hold on one second. All right, one second. No. He says, what does he say? Everybody, are we reading? What does it say? He says, oh, come on, read. Be good Berean. Says it right there. What does it say? Yeah. All right, I'm a children's minister. I like audience participation. So I know you guys are like, oh, my goodness. Are we really in this whole thing? Yes. All right. So uh, thanks to Pastor Daniel. He trusts me. He said to have fun. So I'm going to have fun. Come on, everybody. What, is, what does Abraham say? Yeah. Amen. He says, here I am. And then God said, take your son, your only son, the son that you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah, sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain. I will show you. Now, I believe the first test was to see if Abraham would answer correctly. A lot of us could be so caught up in our own little world, our own little things, and God's saying, hey, Micah, hey, Tobias, hey, Robin. I'm just picking on all my kids because they're my kids. Love you guys. Hey. No, I'm not going to say it. You want me to say it? You guys ready for the name? You guys ready for our new? Never mind. You guys don't want to know what I guess, but... All right, okay, so we'll move on. I, I believe that we get so caught up in our own little busy lives that we get so just like in our own worlds, of course. God's saying, hello, hello, sorry, he's going down like this, hello, you there? I'm trying to get a hold of you. I want you to do something for me. I want you to go talk to that guy because he needs your help. You know, we get so busy. We get so busy in our own, our own little schedules, our own little agendas. We get so caught up and so busy. Now, God talks to me in, uh, in um, oh my goodness. What are they called? I forgot. When you split down the words, help me. <laughs> I just drew a blank. Yes, acronyms. Sorry. Thank you. God speaks to me through acronyms. I can't even say it. And uh, actually, I wish that God would have spoke to me on this one, but I actually saw this on a Facebook page. <laughs> Just saying. A Facebook page, busy. Everybody, if you guys are taking notes, this is good to, good to write down because I have it actually in my head and in my heart. I get so busy, I don't want to do it. <laughs> all right, so busy, B. Now this is, you could be, all right? This is just you could be. Everybody say, I could be. All right, you guys ready? If you get so busy to do whatever God wants you to do, you could be. Everybody say, could be. Again, just want to make sure you know, could be. I'm not saying you are. You could be, ready? Be, bound, you under S, Satan's Y, yoke. All right, some of you guys have already heard that before. Some of you guys have not. If not, go ahead and draw it down. Say, hey, uh, just put your name on it. Say, hey, Mr. Michael was the one who said it, but I'm going to take it and adopt it. It's fine. You could be bound under Satan's yoke. You could be. You guys all know what a yoke is, right? Anybody know what a yoke is? Anybody know what a yoke is? What's a yoke? Anybody want to tell me what's a yoke? <laughs> Not a yo-yo. What? A yoke. I'm waiting for an. I'm trying to hear the right answer. Anybody? A harness. Yes. What is harness? What the harness goes on? What? Most of the time, it's usually on what? Oxen. Thank you. I was waiting for that. Oxen, cows, stuff like that. But it's what it is. It is it yokes you, and you literally have to go, and it directs you, or a camel, or something like that. And and you have it, it's, it directs you. You're stuck under that. What happens if you get so busy, you could be bound under Satan's yoke? Say, dun, dun, dun. Anybody know where that movie that's from? 
Crudes, yes. Dun, dun, dun. You could be bounder the Satan's yoke. So I want to make sure we don't get too busy, amen? Don't get too busy for what God's telling you to do. Even in ministry, I find myself, I'm sure Pastor Alice could agree, in ministry we get so caught up in our own little world, we get caught up in our own little ministries that we're overseeing, that we forget, and I'm, I'm speaking for myself, okay, I'm being transparent, we forget, for, we forget to do what God told, tells us to do, which is submit. <laughs> oh man, I just got whipped in the back on that one, which is submit, of course, and to love one another. So we want to make sure that happens, all right? Don't, don't get too busy. Come on, everybody say it. Say, I won't get too busy to do what God's called me to do. Amen. Now, Abraham was a man of faith. He was a man of faith. How many guys know that he was? Some of you guys may be like, no, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. He was a man of faith. Now, I, I caught this from somebody. I wish it was mine, but I, I caught this off a commentary. It says, faith had taught him not to argue, but to obey. That's what faith did to Abraham. Uh, that's what God told Abraham. Through his faith, he knew not to argue with God. Now, some of you guys are like, yeah. I've been there. I've argued with God, and that's the reason why I'm right where I am now. I could be somewhere else, but I argued. Be careful, boys and girls, moms and dads. Do not argue with God. Just obey. Come on, say, say obedience is better than sacrifice. Come on, say it again. Obedience is better than sacrifice. It is. Anybody know where that's found? First Samuel chapter 15, just so you guys know. First Samuel chapter 15, verse 22 says, But Samuel replied, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and move on. So the first one is the test. Everybody say, say it again. What's the first one? The test. All right, now the second one is the sacrifice. The sacrifice. All right? Now, in this story, the sacrifice was his son. As you guys all know, you guys already know this story. Sacrifice was his son. Now, I have, Tobias, can you come on up here? Mrs. my son. Everybody say hi, Tobias. Coming up. I'm a children's minister, so I like to use object lessons, but uh, this is my son. Everybody can see him. We look, we look the same, don't we? Smile. Anyways, this is my son. And um, how many guys know that I couldn't sacrifice my own son. Men out there who have sons, would you sacrifice your own son? Would you sacrifice your own son if God told you to? <laughs> that would be hard. But let me let me tell you this. God won't tell you to do it anymore, all right? There's no such thing as human sacrifices anymore. Praise God. It's all by animals. This was the first test that God gave Abraham, and Abraham passed it. Thank you, Abraham, for passing it, or someone else would have to uh, do that. But I need, you guys, I need you to help me. Can you help me? In the all right. So the second one, what was the first one? The test. The second one is what? The sacrifice. The sacrifice. All right, let's see if we can do this. Can you do it? <laughs> bring it all, bring it all. All right, well, today, <laughs> come on. All right, let me go help him out here. You got it? You got it? There we go. All right, come on, give him a round of applause. My son. The sacrifice, which was his son. 
All right? <laughs> His son. Now in this story, imagine they're walking. All right, I need my two, my two servants, my two assistants. Can you guys come on up here? Come on, Tobias. Can you rock down here? Come on up. Come on up here like, yeah, no. Come on up. All right. This is an illustrated sermon. We do this because kids learn best by illustrations. All right. So it says that Abraham, say for instance, I'm Abraham. This is Isaac, my son, and my two servants. It says that he goes, he prepares his donkey. I didn't want to call anybody out to be a donkey because uh, that'd be kind of rude. But all right, just imagine there's a donkey here. He saddles the donkey, and they're walking for three days. Three days. Everybody say three days. Three days. Yes, and follow me. All right. They're walking. They're walking. And it says on the, in the Bible that he goes ahead and he puts the, the pile of sticks on Isaac. So, it, of course, Isaac. Can you guys all see him? I'm sure you guys are like, can't see him. All right. So, three days. They're walking. Walking. And walking. I want to say, and walking. And walking. And walking. And walking. And walking. Have you ever, how many of you have ever, like, actually walked for three days? It's miserable. See, Pastor Alex says it's miserable. That's what Pastor Alex says. My, my version is it sucks. I would never want to do that, man. Walk for three days. And on this journey, Abraham knows what he's, what he's got to do. Can you imagine what Abraham is going through right now? Going, oh, my gosh. My son is carrying the sticks that he's going to be burnt on as a sacrifice because God told me to do it, and I'm going to do it. And there's a sword, there's a little, let me get, there's a knife that one of the servants are holding, okay? I'm sure that Abraham right now is thinking, I'd rather have this knife cut it through my throat, through my heart, than rather sacrifice my own son. It's not kind of graphic, sorry, just so you guys all know, but I won't be too graphic more. Some of you guys are like, oh my gosh, this is the kids minister. That's insane. I don't get too, I don't get too insane, okay? I'm just, these guys are adults, so that's, she's, it's her, it's her job to be more insane than I have to be more. So anyways, she said it. She said it, not me. All right, so we're walking, and the whole time they're walking, and finally, the third day, they find a place. He finds the, the, the mountain that he's supposed to go to in a distance, and he tells his two servants, wait here. Give me the knife. Give me the, oh, this is the, the fire and the knife. Fire. <laughs> Everybody say fire. <laughs> All right, so you guys go ahead and go. Can you guys go on that, that way? Go stay right there. Watch the donkey. Make sure it doesn't go anywhere. Don't worry about it because we will come back. All right? We is what the word says. It says, we will be back. Amen. Knowing that Abraham is supposed to do something, kill his son, instead he prophesied and said, you know what, we'll be back because I know that God's got something else better. But if not, you know what, I'm going to do what God told me to do. Okay, so they're going. They're going. They come up to the, the, the mountain. Come on up here. Son, Isaac. Isaac's son. <laughs> All right. So they go, and while he's doing this, on their way up the mountain, Isaac says, Father. Say Father. Father. Oh, say it again. Say Father. Father. <laughs> he said it again? Father. One more time. Fa Father. Father. Doesn't that melt your heart? <laughs> Can you imagine what Abraham is going through right now? 
by one word, Father. Could you imagine? His heart's probably melting. He's probably like, oh, I can't do this. God, nope, can't do it anymore. Nope. <laughs> but Abraham continues on. He makes his altar. He makes an altar. I feel like that's symbolic. He makes an altar. I think we all need to start making altars where we can sacrifice things that God tells us to sacrifice. Amen. He makes an altar. He binds his son. He binds his son, ties him up. Now, it doesn't say in the word that Isaac was struggling. It didn't say in the word that Isaac was like, no, 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 no. If, it, if, if Isaac was struggling, they would have said in the word. Now, can you imagine the trust that Isaac had for his, his dad? So he goes. Go ahead and lay down, buddy. He binds him up. He lays him down. This is in the word. Okay, I'm not making this up. He lays him down. Grabs the knife. <laughs> Grabs the knife. Now, I don't know if I would even be able to get, I couldn't even get the knife, man. I'd be like, nope. But he grabs the knife. He's ready to go and he's ready to. <laughs> he's ready to go. He's going. He, can he, can just imagine this. I could not do this at all in my, in my wildest dreams, all right? My own son. He's gone. He's ready to go. And, of course, the angel of the Lord says, Abraham. Come on, everybody sing. Right, Abraham. Abraham. Come on, sing it again. Abraham. Abraham. He says it twice. Now, can you imagine going, oh, Abraham. He's probably like, oh. what? Yes. What? 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 Yes. Anything else? Anything else before I actually do this? Do not touch the boy. <laughs> Isn't it great the love our Father has for us? 1 John 3.1. Anybody, any other kids want to give it to me? This is one of the memory verses that they had. You want to you give it to me, Danny? So this is our kids. I'm going to brag on the kids' ministry a little bit. So amen, amen. 1 John 3.1 says, See how great a love the Father has for us. 1 John 3.1. Come on, give him a round of applause. Round of applause. See how great a love the Father has for us. Now, of course, Abraham, thank you. Go ahead and give him a round of applause. You can go back. Thank you. And instead, guess what God does? He provides a sacrifice. God will always provide what is needed, when it's needed, in the right time. If. Everybody say if. I want to say it again. Say if. You sacrifice what God tells you to sacrifice. And of course to go down. One of my, one of, one of my, one of my servants is gone. He left his post. You left your post. I'm joking. 
They go down, of course, he comes down. It provides a ram in a thicket. God provides a ram in a thicket. You guys all know the story. And they get to sacrifice it. They get to worship God with that sacrifice. They all come down together and go back home. Actually, it says to Beersheba. They all go back to there. And, yeah, go ahead. You guys can go back and have a seat. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Actually, I want to, can you just stand there all the whole, the whole time? Yes, please. See you. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, good job. Thank you. Thank you. You guys have seen. <laughs> Come on, give him a round of applause. Give him a round of applause. All right. Well, I, that's just a small little illustration that I want you guys, wanted to give you guys. Just know that God, God loves you so much. You guys probably already know that, but some of you guys, I feel like God's telling me to tell you this. He loves you. No matter what you're going through, no matter what happened in your life, no matter what circumstance you're going through right now, guess what? Say what, Minister Micah? <laughs> God loves you. He loves you more than ever before. Now, in this moment, I believe the church, our church right now, is in a, is in a stage where God wants to provide. He wants to provide. Maybe in your business, he wants to provide maybe in your household, dreams, visions that you've seen. He wants to provide. But I feel like God's told me today in this short little message, I'm going to like, that's it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I talk to little kids, and the kids can only, I only take about seven to five, ten minutes to speak to them. But I believe today that God has called us to sacrifice stuff that we don't want to sacrifice. We don't want to sacrifice time because, oh, no, that's my family time. No, I can't do that. I'm not saying anything. I'm right. Listen, I'm not, I'm not at all uh, kicking down family time. Family time is very important. Very important. I believe in it. I really do. I really do. But sometimes we can take that family time and be like, oh, no, I'm too busy, God, because I'm taking time with my family. If God tells you to sacrifice that time, Hey, why don't you tell you, why don't you all, all of you guys in your family time, go ahead and put on some worship music. Oh. <laughs> Speaking to myself, my wife's like, okay. I believe there's stuff that God is telling us to sacrifice. Maybe relationships that you guys are in right now that you know you're not supposed to be in. Maybe there's certain things. Maybe there's certain things you're watching. On the internet, on the puke box. That's 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 cable television, by the way. There's it's there's there's just defilement all over it. If you have cable, please watch what you're watching. Please, 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 please help me with that. Especially you adults that have kids. If you have kids. I encourage you, please watch what you're watching. Do not watch it around your kids. Don't watch it at all if it's junk. You're going to pollute their brains. Yes, now I'm, now I'm going to go ahead and get a little too stern on this one. You're going to pollute their brains. All you teenagers who have younger kids, who have younger siblings, stop playing those video games of killing and shooting and violence. Yeah, some of you guys are like, oh, nope. <laughs> no, I'm not going to sacrifice that. Nope. Uh-uh. Fine, whatever. It's your decision. 
but don't do it around your siblings, your younger siblings. For my sake, the children's minister, please don't do it. Because we can only do so much. My wife and I can do so only, could only do so much. My workers can only do so much. All we have them is one Sunday a month, uh, one Sunday a, a, a week to encourage him, to try to help him the right way. I'm not, okay, I'll just, maybe I won't look at anybody. I'll just look at the lights. All right? <laughs> anybody know that song, Be Careful Little Eyes, What You See? Be careful little eyes, What You See? For the Father up above is, come on. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Yeah, that's not just a little kid's song, boys and girls, moms and dads, uncles and aunties, siblings, brothers, sisters. It's not just a kid's song. Watch what you're watching, please. Watch your eye gate. Amen? Well, that's all I have. But before, I just feel... Hold on, I'm a ponderer, so I have to ponder on this. So just bear with me. Some of my staff are like, yeah, he is. He's a ponderer. He doesn't get back. <laughs> I don't get back for, I don't know. Just the way I am. All right, it's the way God made me. God made Moses a stutterer, and he, he told Moses to say, let my people go, and, you know, so just hold on. <laughs> well, as I was saying, I believe that we are in a time. We are in a place where we need to stop compromising our faith. We need to stop making excuses and move forward. And I believe that if Abraham can do it, Father Abraham, I, I did not start it. I didn't start it. I am one of them. And so <laughs> let's just praise the Lord right now. Okay, I didn't start it. I just said Father Abraham. I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. I didn't do it. I just said Father Abraham. All right. I believe if Father Abraham Father Abraham, at this, he, I believe he was about 100 years old when, he, gave, when he, uh, he had Isaac. 100 years old. Of course, back then was a lot more, people were a lot more healthier. <laughs> uh, but I believe if Abraham were to say no to God, then, a, then Father Abraham would not have been able to be the father, Abraham, of many nations. I believe that if we start saying no to God just because we're too busy, then we're in trouble, boys and girls, moms and dads, uncles and aunties, brothers and sisters. We're in trouble. I have another acronym. Some of you guys already have this. I believe that we need to start saying yes to God. Amen? Yes. I have another acronym. If you guys want to write this down, you guys can. If not, don't, don't, I don't care. My, my feelings won't get hurt. <laughs> but everybody ready for this one? If you guys want, I'm ready. Anybody have pans out? Cool. All right, the why. In order for you to actually have an actual yes in your spirit, it can't be just yes. Okay, yeah, God, I'll do it. But in order for it to be a genuine yes, in order for that yes to be Yes, I will go where you want me to go. Say what you want me to say. Do what you want me to do, God. In order for that to be that, I believe there's these three things. The why 
needs to be a yearning. Your heart needs to yearn for it. It can't just be, like I said, a simple yes. A yearning. So that's your why. The E is expectation. Everybody say expectation. Now, whenever you have that yearning, you start saying yes. Expect God to do it. Some of you guys are like, yeah, yes. Some of you guys, but you can't just have the, the Y in your yes. You have to have the whole E and S. Know that God will do it. Have that expectation. Don't doubt God. Doubt won't, won't really get you anywhere. So E, have that expectation. And the last one, the S, a stirring. So E, Y, yearning, E, expectation, and yes, a stirring. Have a stirring in your heart to know that it's going to happen. It is going to happen. Now, how many of you have ever seen water? And how many of you have ever stirred something, you know, stirring something? You guys are, you know, like concrete. When you stir it, when it's wet, you keep stirring, and you keep stirring. If you have that stirring going, you pour out your foundation. What happens to it? It starts getting hard. Have that stirring in your heart. We need to say yes. Amen? Well, praise God. So that's what I have for you guys of a true sacrifice. Please be sure to say yes to God. Don't say no. Amen. Don't get too busy for God. Amen. Praise God. Come on. Give it up for Minister Micah. Awesome. Awesome. Praise God. Well, um, yes. We'll say yes. Come on. True sacrifice. It's amazing. Well, we're just going to take a moment tonight before we close. Would you all stand to your feet with me and uh, love the illustrations. Praise God. Doesn't just help children remember, help me remember. It's awesome. You know, uh, Minister Micah talked about true sacrifice tonight. He talked about the sacrifice that, that Abraham made and the faith that he had to do what he did. And uh, truly, the greatest sacrifice is that, that of Jesus Christ when he came and gave, gave himself for us. And uh, tonight, you know, we never want to let anyone leave without having an opportunity to receive Jesus. With every head bowed and every eye closed, if you, uh, you're in this place and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, maybe you used to serve God and you drifted away from Him, but you want to come home to Him afresh. You want to serve the Lord with everything that you have, but you're just not 100% sure tonight. And you want to make sure. Maybe you're online tonight and you just have been walking down the wrong path and you want to get right, right back on the right track again. You want to receive Jesus afresh. If that's you, would you just repeat this prayer after me and everybody else, even if you know the Lord and you want to say it again, just repeat after me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, please forgive me. Please forgive me. For everything that I've done. For everything that I've done. I know you died on the cross for me. So my sins could be forgiven. And I know you rose again. So I can have eternal life. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Would you lift your hands? I want to pray for you. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come and touch these that are here. Fill afresh, Lord, these. Got anyone dry tonight? I pray that you would rain upon them, Lord, afresh. I pray that you would drench their spirits, God, that even in the moments of weakness, God, you would be their strength. I thank you, Lord, for your promises that are yes and amen. 
I thank you, Lord, that you forgive our iniquities and you heal our diseases. We forget not your benefits. We thank you tonight. I pray that you would touch each and every one under the sound of my voice tonight. Bless them, God. Touch them. Lord, may they be a people that are able, Lord, to even sacrifice the difficult things. Lord, because you asked of us. And God, we know, Lord, that every time, every time you cause us, you call us, Lord, to lay something down, it's because you want to give us something greater. Amen. And we just thank you, Lord. I pray that you touch each one here tonight. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Come on, put your hands together one more time for the Lord. Would you stretch across the aisle and grab hands with somebody as we close tonight? So thankful you turned out. Minister Micah, thank you so much for ministering the word tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, let's pray for each other. Pray for the person next to you that God would use them this week just to be light into darkness. Amen. Well, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this moment that we've come to celebrate you and learn your word and learn more about you. Father, I just thank you for each person. I thank you for your church. God, help us as we go. Give us faith to live a life unto you. Lord, light unto darkness. God, a city set on the hill that cannot be hidden. I thank you, Lord. May there be salvation. May there be prophetic words that come forth. May there be witness this week. I pray, Lord, that you would use us for your, for your kingdom's sake. We will be sure to give you all the praise and all the glory for you alone deserve it, Lord. I pray, God, that you would go with these people, Lord. Lord, be with them. Bless them, God. Cause your face to shine upon them. Lift up your countenance towards them. Be gracious to them and keep them. And give them peace. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen. God bless you guys. You guys have a great week. Happy Father's Day. We'll see you Wednesday night.